The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're watching The Dorkening. Stay tuned. To fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. I can't get over this. So the only thing left to say, of course, is the one obvious thing. Excelsior! Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Happy Tuesday, everybody. You're watching Splash Pages, the comic book club. We got an awesome show scheduled for you today. We're going to be talking about Batman Venom. And this takes place in 1991 before uh, Nightfall and all that stuff. Uh, but it's going to be a fun chat. Before we get into all that, Velvet Joker, how's it going, my friend? I'm doing my Batman Venom. <laughs> yeah, this was before Batman Who Laughs also. It was, uh, it was indeed. It was yeah. indeed. Everyone going doing this evening. Is everyone having a pleasant day? Uh, I am. Hopefully, everybody else watching is, and uh, oh, oh, that's the scary. I'm, I'm also doing the venom. I, I can't do it. <laughs> uh, Drew, how's it going, my friend? It's going. It's going. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's good. Fine. Let's do the show. <laughs> well, uh, before we do, sh well, I mean, it's all the show, but uh, you you wanted Rich to watch something before uh, before we we got started. What you're all excited about today? <laughs> Yes, I could almost feel like something something from the dead has risen. I just I can't put my finger on it. You know, I just don't want to give up the ghost, as they say, at least in the second movie. What could it be? I do feel that there is something strange in multiple neighborhoods across the world. Um, oh, all I hate you both. Um, <laughs> all puns excluded. Yes, the second Ghostbusters trailer dropped. I really want to talk about it, but first, are we doing our little Back to the Future Sophia's Choice? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't have a video of it. I was, I've been pretty busy this week, but I'll do, uh, I'll do it quickly. So, uh, Venom was uh, published in 1991, written by Denny O'Neill, art by Russell Braun and uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, mm -hmm. and uh, the cover price was a whopping dollar fifty, and. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> uh, so in 1991, uh, gas cost a dollar fourteen a gallon. A uh, pound of bacon was a dollar ninety-five. A gallon of milk was two dollars and eighty cents, and a dozen eggs was a dollar one. Take me back. 
<laughs> uh, also in 1991, uh, to uh, to get us into the mood of uh, that year, Jeffrey Dahmer was arrested, the World Wide Web was launched, and Kentucky Fried Chicken changed its name officially to KFC. Mm-hmm. I, I thought mm-hmm. that was done recently, but I guess it was in 91. Uh, top movies of the year, Terminator 2, uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, when you had a Robin Hood with an uh, English accent. Or American accent. <laughs> uh, Silence of the Lambs, City Slickers, The Adams Family, Home Alone, Dances with, Dances with Wolves. Yes. Uh, also that year, Hook, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Star Trek VI to get our geek on. Uh, top TV, uh, 60 Minutes, Roseanne, Murphy Brown, Cheers. Uh, but debuted that year, uh, some awesome stuff. Ren and Stimpy debuted, Darkwing Duck. Uh, dinosaurs, Tasmania, Clarissa explains it all. Oh, also a little thing called Eon Flux. Did you guys? Oh, you guys remember that? Yeah, I feel like we were again. This is why we're decently adjusted because we grew up with all this. Kids these days they don't have that. No, no. I, I, I mean, they do, but they they have it differently. They Wait, did you, did you just say we were well adjusted? I mean, compared to. The next the generation that came after, yes. Oh, okay, all right. I yeah. just personally, I was a little nervous. Rich, 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 you've been to some of the same conventions I have. There have been a few times where just because I'm wearing makeup or a costume, I haven't wanted to be. I was like, this is why dinosaurs ate their young. <laughs> all right, there, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Saturday morning cartoons in 1991. Uh, we geeked out to Captain N in the new Super Mario World. Uh, Beetlejuice was a cartoon, uh, Darkwing Duck, Back to the Future cartoon in 1991 on Saturday mornings. Uh, also, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Muppet Babies. And uh, get this, the top-selling comics of 1991. Can you guess the top five in a row? It's all image. Batman, Spawn. <laughs> this, is, this is hilarious. One through five is the different variations of X-Men number one. No way. Yep. <laughs> And right after that, Uncanny X-Men 281, X-Force 3, X-Factor 71, Spider-Man 15, and Infinity Gauntlet number 4. Those were the top-selling comics in 1991. But yeah, the top five were different variations of X-Men number 1. And I think I got a good 50 of them in my closet. No, I, I have to say, my one complaint about the MCU is that the inspiration for the Infinity Gauntlet should have been Lady Death. It always bothered me. Anyone else on board with me with that? Well, yeah, because I think what they did is with Thanos is they took more inspiration from how he was later on. And, and the, again, the whole reason he did it was to impress Death. And I do agree. And then that would have also been a great segue to introduce Deadpool because Deadpool had a similar obsession with death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that would have been hilarious. But no, I it, it was definitely something different. And I do miss that connection. And there were certain things in Infinity Gauntlet I would have loved to have seen. Like the fact that he's bossing around Mephisto. Mephisto's like, okay, cool. Like, you're basically, the devil is afraid of you. Like, talk about some brass balls right there. Like, goddamn. Well, they, um, they had to save Mephisto for uh, WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, I, yeah, but all I have all four of those covers. Yeah. I can't. Well, there, there, there was... No, there was five of them right because you had you had it was f- Magne- you had magneto yeah you had scott and and logan then you had rogue betsy somebody beast <laughs> um colossus 
I know Professor X is on one of them. And then I'm sure Jubilee is there. So, yeah. Uh, well, and then you also had one that collected all of them in a fold-out yeah. one. There you go. That's what it is. That's the one I'm, I, I don't care about because it's like, why? <laughs> Wasn't this what we did in the beginning? Yeah, I, I know. But, I, you know, we all thought that was going to pay our, you know, our college bills. You know, it's just. Yeah, well, that's the same thing that c- helped collapse that industry. Yeah. Everyone's like, well, you know, let me buy about five, 10 copies of that Superman death and <laughs> let me sell them back. How much are they? About what you pay for them, sir. Yep. What? Burn it down. <laughs> And it seems like the same thing is going on. I mean, every week you turn around, there's a, a new number one. They just uh, relaunched Moon Knight last yeah, week. Yeah, I, I, like I'm sorry, I think that is one of them. Like, let's just be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I think that's that that is something that's really helped kill a lot of the comic book selling market. Well, that and and people who take advantage the the scalpers yeah. of comic issues. Um, is this number ones mean nothing? Number one really mean little to nothing anymore because they're just going to be, they're just eventually going to get reincorporated to get to that big, you know, issue 800, issue 900, issue 1000. You know, it's just, uh, who cares anymore? Wait, there's, there's scalpers on the comic book market too? What I mean, yes, you see them. We know of them in the signers like uh, department. They're the people who get like seven issues of the same issue signed. I have one person so they can sell them. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. That's another reason why a lot more people are charging these days. It's not just because living expenses have dramatically increased. It's because those people sell the comics, but the creators don't see any profit. So it's like, you know, that's their way of protecting themselves. Like sometimes you have to pay extra if you want your name written on a comic. Actually, no, if you don't, because they'll write that your name on the comic again. So you can't sell it. Yep. Exactly. You know, which is just sucks because sometimes what happens if I don't want my name on the comic? Like, I just want your autograph. Yeah. You know, so I have to pay more for what you used to do before shit got B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yeah, it seems like the whole world's gone crazy. It's, uh, I learned last week that there are scalpers with uh, pool pool chlorine. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Rich, I have a question. When did he become the, the, the Ripley's Believe It or Not of weird facts? Okay, I feel like one day I'm just like, oh, hey, join the show. Be part of the dorkening, everything. Like, oh, like you you diehearted me, dude. You're like, oh, come on the dorkening. Have some laughs. It'll be great. You got to admit you're having fun. I'm dealing with the Nakatomi Tower of weirdness over here. Okay, like Jesus. Um, No, I'm just saying, like, how do you know this stuff? Okay. Well, who the who the fuck are you? I have to ask. I I, I I try to stay, you know, in tune with the world, uh, but also it helps that it was a uh, uh, an article because uh, scalpers with uh, 600 pounds of pool chlorine in a U-Haul truck uh, burst into flames on the highway in, I believe it was in L.A. It would be L.A. Yeah. They would People have a- steal anything. If you can steal it. Yeah, don't, somewhere cheaper yeah don't you remember covid how people s- selling toilet paper oh yeah yeah <laughs> for yeah, like it was like what was it 30 bucks a roll yeah and they actually made money i was like wow they 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 were uh there was like stories of them like standing out in front of like bj's and stuff like that it was just can you imagine so, you know i got triple ply <laughs> no but but i swear like you just you're like the, you're you're a of a, a, a vault 
of weird facts. And I know this because I'm usually this person, like Leo, like wonderful, but what the hell, dude? Well, I, I appreciate that, but uh, why thank you? You're well, uh, yeah, we'll, no, just we'll, yeah. thank you and move on. Yep. Uh, Leo, I, I love your originality. Fuck Drew. Hey, hey, <laughs> I was just saying, he's just like, oh, you know, this day people are so, called chlorine. And I'm like, how do you know this? Did the snakes tell you? Have. Actually, actually, I, I, I have, uh, uh, speaking oh, no. of the snakes, just real quick. No. Yes, no. yes, more snake stories, absolutely. Well, so, so my brother needed help uh, over the weekend, so so I was there visiting with him. And oh, my he, God, you did a sequel. Well, did no, you bring he, your act, Leo? I, I did not, but he gave me clarification on the well story. Okay, uh, go ahead. So he uh, he was asked to go up and uh, seal off a well. Uh, it's an old well, so there's a big like stone tab over it. You uh, know they start horror movies off like this, right? They do. I know, I know. Wait, wait, Leo, Leo, should we preface the audience who didn't see that interview that Leo's childhood home was infested with giant snakes? And Leo has killed many of them with an axe. I mean, like six foot, eight foot snakes. I'm what? sure Leo is now going to put that big six foot or eight foot snake up on the screen. You, you want me to bring the picture up? I, I, I will. I mean, this is just important to preface about this story, which has nothing to do with Batman Venom <laughs> to the rest of our audience. Did that not see that interview that we did that discussed Leo's childhood home? Uh, okay. For, for you, Rich, I will, I will show the picture. Uh, yeah, that is a beheaded snake yeah, because that, of Leo's axe because he is a maniac and he's our Indiana Jones. Yeah, uh, that one was uh, about six uh, about six feet. It had to be snakes, Drew. It had to be snakes. Yeah. Listen, I'm fine with snakes, my dude, but I'm telling you right now, if I if you ever put up a photo of a giant spider on this show, I I'm off for a week. Cause, <laughs> cause... All right, Leo. Now continue. Okay, with your so 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 real snake quick. Well, story, please. So, uh, just real quick, he goes up with his bobcat, and my mom said it was hundreds of snakes, but he said uh, when he lifted the well up, it was about fifty snakes. Uh, but there were some copperheads in there. I like um, how so nonchalant you are about this. Like, like this is just something you see. Like, oh yeah, there were just like fifty snakes. Sounds like. You know, some, you know when, when people say see 50 snakes, Leo? When they go to the fucking zoo, okay? It's when they're watching Indiana Jones and they see the Temple of Lost Souls and they're like, oh, I wouldn't. I don't care what mythological treasure is down there, okay? Like, it could be the Eye of Ra for all we care. Hey, fuck no. Okay? You know? But you're just like, oh, it's just 50 snakes. Like, yeah. no big deal. Like, give me give me some kerosene, uh, a lighter, and, and, you know, give me a good playlist. I got this. There we go. Yeah. Uh, he, he did uh, follow it up with, uh, I guess they've been trying to fix up um, the older farmhouse on top of the hill, not my parents' old farmhouse. Mm-hmm. And he said it's a lost cause because there's like snakes in the walls. There's snakes everywhere. That that house is even more infested with snakes. So, uh, That's yeah. I mean, you guys just don't need to like knock the houses down at this point and just sell the land. Well, actually, he brought that up. He said, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's um, it'd be a really good snake place to land. To... Who wants snake infested land, though? What are they going to do with it? Well, he, he said that, you know, if uh, there could be like a nest under the house, but it could be, you know, you can keep them at bay, you know. Can like a contractor like just dig up that whole area and eliminate the snakes or, or no way? Uh, well, no, my brother does uh, that. He actually works on gas stations. Uh, so he, he has like the big equipment and stuff like that. So he said that so, like, like um, you know, 
if you knock down like the house and then build like further out into the field uh because there's like three acres up there so you just move away from the snakes but he's he's the next plot down and he he said he only has like one snake in his in his garage oh, so, all right yeah he li oh so he's got a house a plot away and he only has one snake yep 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 so it's um like his pet snake now he allows it to live there yeah he allows it to live uh yeah my grandparents uh used to own the whole hill like 600 acres and they sold it off um throughout the years so what's left is uh, my mom has three acres, uh, my brother has two acres, and they're right next to each other. Can't we get somebody to film something out there? We probably could. Do you want to film something up there, Rich? I don't have cameras, and I don't have a script or anything, but this is, just seems like it's, 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 it's like that's what it's meant for. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a crazy snake uh well, film, yeah. yeah we'll 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 get uh you and drew up there film you guys running oh, away from the snakes God, no. <laughs> leo you do not want me up there. It'll, it'll be no, like I see you out there with spinning axes leo just like yeah. I'll, ha leo... I'll, ha I'll have the spinning axes and you guys are running away from this giant boulder of snakes rolling down the hill okay first thing first let me explain something okay <laughs> I, I need to clarify some very important things here one i'm not afraid of snakes okay i want to point that out spiders god no no fuck no and i don't care um snakes my point being is that there's no way i can explain someone's like how was your weekend it's like well i went up with my two co-hosts to his uh, one of their old family homes and we became snake murderers you know like snake whisperers <laughs> just just snake murderers just legions of serpentine death upon these hands just because they decided we're going to take this house like we were literally we're just tiananmen in square these goddamn snakes man it's horrible but no it's just more the fact that you're just like okay well i got my axe here got my little flamethrower and everything i was like what macgyver shit are you from like like i'm sorry every time we bring this up it just flabbergasts me because it comes so much out of left field i'm just like i was like oh my god Next thing you know, Rich is like, oh, I juggle chainsaws. I'm like, well, I got to pick up a weird skill now. <laughs> not, not everyone's lived the uh, New York lifestyle that you have, Drew. You're pampered there in New York City. I, I'm sure you... In Westchester. Okay. First things first, not everyone in Westchester is rich. And second thing, I've just seen so many weird things in my life that it's got to be pretty freaking shocking. Yeah. Uh, you know, that... God, okay, we'll never get his word. That I... guy uh with his with his snake wrangling to be like oh, okay this is new yeah it's awesome otherwise i'm just like whatever fuck off bronco bus i hate you um so leo we, we can we talk a little bit about what rich watched while we were doing our yeah. intro which yeah i feel at some point i just want to do i just want to do our intro just and try to do as many of the voices because I've watched it so much. Oh, I would, like, I would love that. Oh my God. And the one that I, I gotta be honest with you, I always roll my eyes at is Lou Frigno. Every time I'm just like, I don't know why I've met him. He's, he was really nice. He sent an autograph for my dad. Yeah. I just like, I was just like, Hulk sit down <laughs> for the love of God, sit down, please. Um, yes. Yeah, so Rich, did you watch it while? I did. I did watch it. it was, I mean, I, I'm not the Ghostbuster aficionado, Mr. Ghostbuster 1984. Ah. This is your thing. You shine, baby, shine. Okay, let's go. Is it November already? I'm so excited. Um, honestly, I think that was probably the best trailer so far that we've seen. Um, I think it perfectly captured all of, 
I think it perfectly captured everything that the movie is about. It's about honoring a legacy. It's about honoring a trilogy. It's about continuing that, but staying tribute to the past. Personally, um, I think it's a great story. I think I like how it starts out slow and then picks up, which is kind of how the original Ghostbusters started. You know, it was always slow and then there'd be ghosts. Um, the new characters, I feel, will inevitably grow on us. Um, I do enjoy the little girl's Egon-style wit. I mean, just flat out being like, maybe it's the apocalypse. I'm like, that's an Egon thing right there. That's that's <laughs> your grandfather. The, the the moments that stuck out the most to me, seeing Annie Potts. Yes. Oh, my God. Seeing her talking about Egon was, I was just like, yes, thank you. This is so great. I was like, because I'm so t- tired of, of movies that give away the whole goddamn thing, like Batman versus Superman. I was like, I don't, do I need to watch the movie? I feel like I just saw it. Um, but everything, that was great. Um, oh my God, the special effects look fantastic. I mean, yeah, the fact do. that they went practical, more practical than they did um, uh, computer generated. I mean, it shows, I mean, that that one ghost uh, sitting up at the diner looks just like the taxi cab ghost from the first movie. So, yeah, you know, that was a subtle, interesting nod. I agree with the person who just commented, the Ecto-1 having a booster seat that extends, which I believe is something that might be referenced in the cartoon. I, I, I can't think, be sure. I think you're right. Right? Yeah. Um, that was great. Um, this kid gets to live every kid's dream. I mean, every kid in, in who grew up in the 80s and late night and early 90s wanted a proton pack. We just wanted to, you know, bust ghosts and feel like a badass. And she gets to live uh, our dream for us, which is great. And then at the, the ending with Dan oh, Aykroyd's not cameo, but still cameo. I, I got I chills. Like, oh, I was like, raise a cold still open. Like, he, they're still there. <laughs> yes. Um, feel good. Yes, it does. And then the song is good too. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm 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 really excited by it. And I think the one thing that I really love is that it's uh, even though Harold is no longer with us, he's still very much a part of the movie. Yeah. And that to me is the really most important thing that I feel just upon the trailers that that Jason Reitman, as everyone knows, son of Ivan Reitman, who directed the first two movies and is a producer on the new film, I feel he's really done very well with that legacy. And, you know, again, I, I, I'm looking forward to another great Ghostbuster movie. And what I'm just tired of, I gotta be honest with you, is I already can, I feel like I can already see what the internet trolls are gonna try throwing at it, especially yeah. people who are gonna bring up the 2016 movie and all that stuff. And I was just like, guys, it's very simple, okay? It's called a multiverse, okay? And even in the Ghostbuster cartoon uh, comic, they explained all this when they had this multitude crossover that had the real Ghostbusters, the extreme, the river of slime, um, the, 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 the comic ones who are based on the movie, and then a bunch of other ones. They even had the little ones from the, the Nintendo games. Yeah. The, you know, it was great. And nobody cared. They even had the 2016 answer to the call Ghostbusters. And then it was great, you know? So I, personally, regardless of the trolls who always want to pick a fight, because this is the epitome of their life. As a fan, I'm so happy because it looks fantastic. I already have been telling people, I was like, I am the friend who will gladly see this movie multiple times. <laughs> so schedule me now. 
Um, oh, I'm very excited. I mean, I, I, I cannot be more more excited for it. And uh, I think it's about time that, like the Ecto-1, I, I fix up my gear because it's been a while. And uh, it's, I think it's time to put away, <laughs> put away some of the junk food and start exercising again because uh, that jumpsuit could be a little tight right now. A little tight. A little tight. Uh, Facebook user says, I didn't get the shameless plug for the PS5, though. I don't. I, I only saw the trailer once, so yeah. I'll probably have to rewatch it. I, people have been tagging me in it, so I'm probably going to rewatch it like 10 times. Yeah. Probably more. Uh, we get a lot of fan service, which is what people are looking for. Pretty much. And, uh, and yes, gentlemen, and gentlemen, I do want to say that probably the first time I see this movie, I'm showing up in full gear because you got to represent. That is awesome. That's oh, right. yeah. Now, does that mean you'll be bringing your uh, backpack with you as well? Uh, proton pack? Absolutely. Full gear, Rich. Proton oh. pack. Proton pack. The jumpsuit. I didn't know. Full, full gear. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, the first time out is always full gear. So proton pack, PKE, goggles, uh, trap, mm-hmm. um, smiling demeanor. Right. right. Uh, now, what does your, your name label say? My, oh, it's it's my name. I got a custom made one. So it's just oh. all of them. But oh. in, the, in the beginning, I was stands. I, everybody... For, I would say for the last 10 years, um, yeah, for the last 10 years or so, everyone has just been saying, like, Drew, you talk like a Vankman, but God, you're a fucking Ray. And I'm like, yep, I cannot argue with that. <laughs> Even my mother will be like, she'll just watch the, the I couldn't help it. It just popped. She's like, that's so you. And I'm like, that is so wrong. <laughs> the most innocent thing. Yeah. Well, I think it's just for me, it's, it's, Again, the it's so hard when certain lines in Ghostbusters where you you as a kid you don't think it, but as an adult you can see that it could be looked at in a somewhat different and probably dirty way. So there's a lot of odd innuendos there. So when you say something like, I couldn't help it, it just popped in there. I'm like, oh boy, oh boy, oh my. Um, you know, so it's just uh those, those little little idioms and I'm like, oh boy. Well I I'm sure so, we'll 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 talk a lot more about this uh, tomorrow as well, and we'd love for you to join if you want to join tomorrow. I'll, if, if I'll, you have I'll time. see. Uh, you, you know, I got I got a I got a schedule. I got to sprinkle yeah, yeah, out my yeah, appearances. Going I know, I know, but very so, popular, very popular. We love you. I know. So, and now to segue because we were talking about snakes, and since snakes have venom. Batman uh, Venom. Yeah. Uh, not to kill the segue, though, real quick. Was that a terror dog I saw? That was 100% a terror dog. Okay. That was 100% a terror dog chasing after Paul Rudd. So does 100%. That... And I had the same reaction. I was like, yes, well, Ant-Man okay. is going to be part of this. Yes. Now about those terror dogs. Now, did has uh, have either of you seen the toys that they announced as well? Mm-hmm. The older ones. What's that? The old. Are you talking about the the ones where it's the older Ghostbusters? Yeah, the one that had the terror dog. Yes, and then yeah, uh, yeah they're also released images of uh, toys for Afterlife, which is be the Ghostbusters is older. Oh, really? so, I wasn't sure which one it was, but I just saw a terror dog that seemed to be standing on its hind two feet. Yeah. It's going to be great. I'm I'm very excited. Oh, nice. um, it'll be nice to see kids dressing as Ghostbusters for Halloween again. So yeah. I'm 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 always fan of of uh, of um, Junior Ghostbusters. You so know, this, I, year, this year for Halloween, will you pull out the costume? 
You know, it's funny. I always wear it. And I think because I have a new job, I did say that in my interview. So I feel like they won't remember that, but I do. So I feel like I'm, I'm I have to like, I, I don't know why, but I always possess this urge to always push the envelope on everything. <laughs> I mean, Rich, you, you've met me in person. You know this is true because you've seen me in dead, as Deadpool. And if that's not pushing the envelope, I mean, give me an Emmy. Um, but Hold on. Let I, me, let, I wish I could pat you on your back through the screen. That's true. Um, I just, I Which always... Love. Love. Yeah, I just always want to do more with things. And I think it's just because I'm so obsessed with making it a memorable memory. But then I sometimes forget. I was like... That's great, Drew, but it's sometimes not about you. So I have to balance that. Like a true Libra, I have to balance that. Otherwise, I just look like an asshole in the costume. But... Yeah, I would probably do that and be just the asshole in the costume. and just. I've seen you at cons, and oh, yes, yes, you know, I, 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 especially when you do that laugh about 70 times a day, I've yeah. seen people give you the look like, oh, this fucking guy. And I'm like, that is a man who does not give a shit. Yeah, there are some famous artists in, at New York Comic Con that do not love my laugh. Nope. I know exactly some of those people. It's true. Leo, they don't. Yeah. But it's really funny because I've seen one of them actually make that face and be like, this fucking guy. <sighs> so it was pretty funny, not gonna lie. But, that, but you know what? Again, making memories. Oh, totally. So... Let's talk to about the books. Yeah. So uh, in 1991, uh, storyline from Legends of the Dark Knight, issues 16 through 20, when Batman fails to save the life of a young girl held for ransom, he decides to try a new experimental drug designed by her father called Venom. Writer Denny O'Neill uh, introduces the strength-enhancing drug Venom. After Batman fails to save a young girl, he begins taking the drug in order to lift his limitations However, when the Dark Knight becomes addicted to the substance, his entire life begins to spiral out of control. The drug Venom later goes on to play a major role in Nightfall, uh, the storyline that sees the villain Bane baking, breaking, baking, <laughs> breaking oh, Batman's yeah. bat uh, back. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, came, like I said, came out in 1991 and... Uh, I was collecting Legends of the Dark Knight at that time, and, and absolutely, I fell in love with the storyline. That's why I added it to our read list. Uh, I'll pull it up here. Um, Leo, yes, before sir. we start, I want to let you know that I am never going to let you live down baking Batman's back. <laughs> Just want, want to let you know, because you said it so nonchalantly. You're like, yeah, and Bane ba baked Batman's back. I'm like, you want to try that again? <laughs> Uh, like, like, did he bake him some muffins? He did. Some yeah. big old, good old venom fiber muffins there. Get build up his strength. Oh, bat muffins. Mm -hmm. Bat muffins. Yeah, I'm done with you. Get out. <laughs> bat muffins. Uh, so, so I absolutely love this, but I want to know what you guys thought. Who would like to go first? I think the, the clown should go first. All right. So, Leo, first I want to ask you, because I know you're a couple of years younger than me. How old were you in 1991? Uh, 91, I was... Uh... 16 okay i was four i just I, w I was 20 um i i don't know i i i had a lot of fault with this book um okay i, I thought it was really ridiculous that batman so quickly just caved in to take drugs performance enhancing drugs and i realized they were trying to lay out this 
horrible thing that happened to this little girl. Right. Which, which I get, you know, and Batman was not able to save her and she drowned right in front of him. And, but her father who barely seemed to give a crap that her, his daughter died and is like, hey, try my performance enhancing drug. And he's like, no, 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 at first. And like three days later, he's like, yeah, give them to me. Give them, give, yeah. give, 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 give. It, it just felt so out of Batman's character. Um, and and I have to say, because of the books that we've been reading as of late, I just felt like the writing was really immature. I don't know if any of you guys felt that way, but based on the stuff that we've been reading lately and the depth and the bombs and linking old things together, this just felt forced. Uh, like not enough. Like like they they weren't going deep enough, maybe or yeah. I, I don't know. It just didn't connect for me. So okay. you guys, I, I know Leo. You said this was a, a you know a great thing from your youth, and and sometimes I think you know we remember things and then read them the same. But so what did you think rereading it now? Uh, rereading it now, it, it's definitely has you know that um, the fuzzy nostalgia uh, look to it. You know it, it's. I definitely know that I loved it more as a kid, but ex- expanding my 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 Batman reading, uh, it, it definitely doesn't hold up to like you said some of the storylines we have been reading. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I can get how the father didn't really care about his daughter because you find out later he's addicted to well not really addicted but he's been taking similar drugs to alter his. Uh, um, his thinking, uh, you know, to help his, his uh, you know, intellect. Um, mm-hmm. And Batman, you know, it, it's, I know it's a little bit of a push to see him being addicted, but, you know, with, with anything, you know, it, it's, you don't know how it, it's going to affect somebody. I do love that when he is addicted to it, that he refuses to put the, uh, the suit on, you know, like he's ashamed you know, uh, and, and I love that, you know, just cold turkey, you know, he, he he's able to rise above it and, and, you know, heal himself. You know, he has Alfred lock himself into the uh, the Batcave for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the, the storyline, it, it is rather simple uh, and it's only, you know, five issues. But, um, yeah, it, it's I thought the artwork could I definitely remember the artwork being better. Um, but it, it's uh yeah, I, I I did enjoy it, but yeah, it doesn't really hold up to uh, to m- my memories, like like anything from our youth. Sure, sure, yeah, absolutely. And I wasn't trying to like speak down to your pick. I was just oh, just no, curious. No. I was yeah. trying to pinpoint. And uh, who knows, Drew could think this was the most fantastic storyline and see a depth that I didn't see. Oh, is it my turn? I just I, I wasn't sure. Um, I had never heard of this story, uh, so. Upon reading it, um, I liked it because, again, I, I generally like most Batman. I mean, you, I'm sorry, you have to be a really questionable writer for me to just not give a crap about your your story. And don't get me wrong, there have been stories where I'm just like, nope, don't care. Do not care about this. Um, there were things in this story that I liked. And then there were certain things in it that I didn't. So I, I, I agree with you. I personally, again, having met pretty much all of these people at one point or another in my life, including getting to meet Denny O'Neill at least twice before he passed away, um, I enjoy Denny's work simply because I feel like he gets a really nice nostalgia, very like Batman. Like it took me a second to realize that this was kind of like a prequel story. Like this was an early one because he's talking about district attorney Harvey Dent. And I'm like, wait a second, isn't he like, I'm like, oh, this is the, so it took me a second to kind of realize 
And it was kind of interesting to see, you know, there are certain parallels that I think Danny was hinting at. Like he dropped Santa Prisca. He mentions him being like, uh, you know, addicted and then locked, uh, locked away for a certain away for a certain time until he's better kind of shadowing what would happen to him when Bane breaks his back. So I like that. Um, I, I, the general irked me because he was like, it was Thaddeus Ross from the Hulk. Oh, glad you said that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It was Thaddeus Ross from the Hulk with like not great motivation. Um, it's it just like, it's just, you know, it's all about like, it was like Thaddeus Ross mixed with Jack Nicholson um, from uh, God, that, that movie with Tom Cruise. You can't handle yeah, the truth. Uh, fuck. Is that a few good men? Yes. Yeah, I think right. Yeah. yeah okay, few... cool. Yeah. From a few good men. Because it's just, he's, all he's talking about, you know, it's just like, we got to cull the weak. We got to make the best soldiers, get rid of the weaklings and, the, and everything. I was like, can someone just shoot this guy? Like, Jesus. And I felt so, and then, and then we have the son who's like a gentle soul. And we really don't have any reason why the dad hates him. It's just like, it's not even, you remind me too much of your mother who I killed. You know, all this. It's the same thing with, um, it's the same thing with the scientist guy. Like I agree with Rich. I was like, his daughter is dead and he does not seem to give a fuck. I was like, yeah. I was like, man, if we had called child services a little earlier, we could have avoided all of this. Um, yeah, I felt a little after school, especially. Yeah, and then it's like it's even like the other things. Like you had the 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 kid is in that relationship with the woman over in uh, Santa, Santa Prisca, and then he just straight up murders her. Yeah, like I mean, he bat. Do you just basically realize that the kid bat slapped her to death? Because that's literally what he did. He just did the the one move, and I was like, oh my god, that's the bat slap that kills. Like he was just like wham, and she's just blood spatter. Um, I like I said, I've met Ross Braun, um, and I've also met Jose uh, Garcia Lopez. They're both great artists. Um, I know, and I do agree that this style's a little rough. Um, and there was just a lot going on. But I'm not gonna lie to you, Rich. I there were a moment or two where I was just like, I was a little bored. Mm -hmm. You know, like it was just so random because I just felt like there were so many moments here where it's just like, let's just draw Batman without a shirt on. You know, it's just like with this one, like, look at this, this bat, this bat version of Moby Dick right here. Like, he just, he's just like, well, I'm Batman. I'm just going to take this and I'm going to make a mini harpoon and I'm going to, I'm going to kill that shark. I felt bad for the shark. You know, and then, and then what I enjoy is, is I was like, boy, when he just flips uh, the two spectators who are watching and then, yeah. you know, he just leaves them to die. I was like, man, this is me anytime I see somebody being dumb on the internet. I just want to flip the boat and leave it for the sharks. <laughs> just be like, keep swimming. Um, so, I mean, again, I, I liked the story. It's not like, I was like, oh my God, like just to me, I, in the end, I was like, I read it, but I, I, I wasn't like, oh my God, that's the greatest story. I was like, I was like, this is a, because it's Denny. And because I feel like he has a good grasp of Batman, it's going to be entertaining. Like me, I loved learning about this murder castle that they're in, that just the dictator of Santa Prisca is like, oh yeah, you guys want to torture Batman? Yeah, just have my murder castle. Keep it for the weekend. Yeah, that's fine. You know, I was just like, all right. And then see, this terrified the fuck out of me. Like, like withdrawal Batman. I was like, yeah. oh my God, that is the stuff of nightmares. It was the same thing with him with the beard. I was like, why do you look like you did when you, you returned through time uh, back in Final Crisis? Like, what the hell? 
Um, you know, and then I, the, the same thing is just like, Alfred is literally a cornerstone of Batman. And for him to just kind of just realize like, oh, well, I guess Alfred isn't here. And I'm like, that's Alfred, my dude. Like, come on. Like, so I didn't mind him being addicted because again, Batman is a, is a, a human hero, you know? And I feel at this point, we've seen so many different characters or their sidekicks or people in their story go through addiction and whatnot. But Batman's still a human being. But to me, I just found it really amusing that this is again all started because he couldn't save somebody. Like, like I was like, man, thank God he developed a. I, I now I'm going to say a stronger backbone, and I'm looking at a photo of Bane breaking it. So I'm like, oh boy, poor choice of words there. Uh, you know, had a little Joker moment there. Let her go. Poor choice of words. <laughs> um, it, like I said, this was fine, but it wasn't to me anything that I would rave about, you know, um, which is, again, no disrespect to the creative team. They did the best they could. You know, I just it didn't jump out at me. And, and you're right, Rich. Maybe we are spoiled because we've been reading such fantastical, uh, intricate, developed, you know. And again, like you said, there are certain stories of the past that are very simple, but that are wonderful in their simplicity. Right, and they would hold out, but like for this to me, it's just, it's not gonna stand out in the ones that stand out in my mind. Right, you know, exactly. It's like, if you think about it, you know, like certain ones that are simple, but still iconic, like Batman Year One, you know? It's a beautiful book and it still holds the test of time. So it's, it's, it's fantastic, but you know, this, I just feel like it just kind of becomes another Batman story instead of one of the, you know? It's the prequel that we weren't asking for. Um, So in the end, it just kind of feels like a bargain bin Batman story. And it sucks because, again, all-star talent who would go on to do great things. Right, right. And again, no one doubts their creativity or the writing of the in in different genres or different um, issues, but just this one just didn't. Right, exactly. Which is fine because, and again... There could be somebody who was like, oh my God, this is one of my favorite stories. And I was like, guys, you can have that. It just wasn't one of mine. Yeah. Absolutely. Which difference of opinion is okay, right? Until it's outlawed. Oh, totally. Um, but was this the best Batman story I've ever read? No. Is it the worst? No. God. You know, I was like, y'all haven't read All Star Batman and Robin. Uh, you know, like I read all that. And that was mo- mostly because Jim Lee's artwork is just still always gorgeous. Everything else, no. But, or no, I take that back. I've read Strikes again. God, it's such a weird book. All, but again, all bad jokes aside, it was fine. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't awful. It was just fine. And I really feel like there's nothing more I can say about that. So just sip my water. All out of water. So Leo, any highlights for you in the book? Uh, Reminiscing, going back now, reliving it? Yeah, I, I definitely... I, I know you feel bad for the sharks, but you know, pretty badass having uh, putting Alfred out there, you know, nicking his his ankles to draw the sharks, and uh, Someone, yeah, yeah, I thought that was always a badass moment, and uh, yeah, just um, it, it, it's definitely has uh, going back to sixteen year old me, you know, um, which thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, it, it it's definitely has uh, some some nice uh, nostalgia moments, but yeah, it's um definitely a bit dated yeah yeah all right so should we uh crowbar this bad boy i think so yeah all uh, right leo this is your choice why don't you set it off uh well uh 16 year old me would give this uh six out of five <laughs> uh but uh you know older mature me uh i i'd give this a solid uh, three out of five all right and uh 
I'm going to go uh, a tad bit lower with the 2.75. I'm, I'm going to go with the three with Leo. Again, all-star talent, just a meh story. So a three is good because we're still giving them their credit for what they did and one or two cool moments. And yet again, another traumatic experience to add to the otherwise sad tra- tapestry of the legend of Batman. But in the end, you know, and I also, you know, just side note, I also realized why another reason, none of the villains are likable. No. Like you have, you know, you know, uh, general racism. I was like, you're retired. You hate everybody. Go to a nursing home and die. And then you have, you know, uh, he looks like, the guy looks like, like, like a, you know, he reminds me of, he kind of reminds me of Henry Gyrich from Marvel, you know, that really annoying. Oh, the professor? No, no, Henry Gyrich, he was like the No, UN... no, no, I'm saying the professor in this story. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah. He reminded me because yeah, of the yeah, glasses yeah. and the haircut. I agree with you. Yep, yep, yep. I yeah. see it. Yeah, and I just like, I just like, I, the entire time, I was like, if you die, nobody will weep. Nobody will go to your funeral. You are fucking useless. Yeah, unlike. I know you'll live. You know, but also, I just also realized something, guys, if you realize there's really no villains in this, in this story, there, there wasn't, there wasn't the Joker, there wasn't Penguin or Scarecrow or everything. It was just these two. And I think that's, that, that to me is at least something I want to give a little credit for because that's, that's hard to pull off. It's very easy for Batman writers to just be like, oh, we have a casual day in Gotham and then, and then the Penguin attacks. You know, this one, it was well, it was surprisingly human. Yeah, well, I think the main villain was just, you know, Batman's inner demons, you know, battling those. Uh, and then yeah. the rest were just cannon fodder. But, uh, you know, one thing that irked me was, you know, the two guys that were working for the professor, you know, how they could best Batman. I know he had a, you know, hurt arm, but you, you would think Batman would still be able to take him. Yeah, that, that was definitely a rookie Batman thing. Yeah. Like, I was like, listen, if, if I fail to save somebody, the thing I do when I is just go home and lift weights to just settle my rage and my depression. I was like, yeah, totally. That's exact. That's a total normal thing. So it's one of those things where I was just like, Alfred, can you please just keep adding the snark? Because this is hard for me to handle. I'd just be like, okay, cool. You're going to have your little temper tantrum. I'm going to make some tea. I'm going to go to a rough bar dressed as Carmen San Diego. Yeah, that was, I'm not going to lie. I was like, I'll, I'll take worst Batman disguises uh, ever. Like, please. The, yeah, exactly. I was like, what, what? you know what it is? I was like, what's with this adult tracer bullet? cosplay that bruce wayne is doing he's got the the fedora he's got a trench coat on he's beating up mooks like at some point i was like where are we well he he was also wearing the joker smile too so yeah and that was the other thing like again we've seen batman smile we've seen batman who laughs and not a little weird yeah like like you know when the occasional part like when he laughs at the end of the killing joke that's fine because of how that story goes you know, um, when he laughed, when Harley Quinn had him upside down above the Piranha Tank in the animated series, fine. There was a purpose for that. Um, but I was just like, this is just freaking me out, man. Well, he's the yeah. opposite of me because he's got it. He's always frown. He's frowning. He's always grim while I'm always smiling. Thank you. Thank you, Rich. That was very, that was very astute. Um, I'm, I'm very astute. I'm astute all over the place. Yep. Yep. You better put that astute away. Um, no, like I said, it's, uh, there are things to comment, but again, it's like, okay, cool. Just, but now sidebar to more me. Um, so, uh, 
I, I understand that there are now access to us when we need it. Uh, the Batman Long Halloween Part One and Two now. Yes. Ooh. Uh, I, I don't know if we we need to segue or have that as a separate episode, but I'm excited to watch it. I, you know what, I have to, I should get on that too because being a fan of the the whole series and Leo, you've read it right now, right? Yes. Uh, so I watched the first half. And then realized I never read Long Halloween, went and binged it. And Mm -hmm. I haven't watched the second part yet. But uh, yeah, so answer your question. Yes, I have read it. Okay. Did you read? Did you possibly neck? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Drew. I apologize. No, I I just, did he, did you read any of the others? Because they did, there was like a, Tim Sale and, and, and Jeff Loeb had three Batman related things. They had a group of Halloween specials, which... Uh, which was called Batman Haunted Night, uh, all taking place on Halloween. They're great. They're interconnected. They're a little weird, but they're great Um, because they're all the style that you see in Long Halloween. And then you have Long Halloween, and then you have Dark Victory, which was the sequel. So, you know, and that was their way of introducing. And that one use, we introduced Robin. So, you know, so it's, it's pretty cool how they do that. Um, No, but Long Halloween, honestly, I'm so glad. And, I have to ask this. You've watched it because I haven't watched it. How does Jensen Ackles do as Batman? Uh, I have not watched it yet. No, I'm sorry. I'm talking to Leo. Uh, Leo, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, no, he does. Okay. Okay. It's it's not, you know, it's not uh, Kevin Conroy, but um, he does an okay job. I heard that when they called, he just did the Nathan Fillion for Captain Hammer. He just picked it up and said yes. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He was just like, yep. They're like, oh, yeah. Hey, Jensen, we want you the part of Yes. Nope. I could, I, just like, I could hear that, yeah. I, yeah, it's just so funny because when I heard it, I was like, because I, I watched the trailer, I was like, I was like, that's a pretty decently convincing, you know, because let's be real here. Every Batman person, unless you are going for something different, is in some way mimicking Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Like it's just that that that's how it is. Like it's some version of that. Um, but I was like, it it's always nice when they do it. It's the same thing like with uh, Rich with Joker. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they're always gonna mimic something of Mark Hamill's main, uh, yeah. mania. Yeah. But but I like seeing other people's versions too. It's fun. Right. Exactly. So you know, it's always it's always nice to have that difference. And then correct me if I'm wrong, um, Leo. But this the person who voiced Catwoman. This is her. This is. This is her posthumous role, right? She died, correct? Correct. You yes. are correct. Yep. We, we, we've talked about this before. Uh, yeah. I can't think of her name at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, you're absolutely right. She uh, passed away. She passed. So you got that little spookiness there. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nea Rivera. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, she was, f- what, from Glee, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But yeah she, uh, she pushed her child back onto the boat and got pulled down. Yeah, so... To die a noble death. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I don't know what you guys think, but I'd like to propose that we try to watch these both episodes this week and read the book and do that episode for next week. If everyone's up for it, I'm fine with that. I think that's yeah. a is a great idea. And and for all our viewers, you're out there. Maybe you want to watch and chime in your thoughts. Eh? What? Hey. Huh? Eh? Um. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. So. So, Leo, you're gonna need to give me that access codes. Okay. Uh, you know what? We'll uh, we'll hang up and then we'll uh, I, I will tell you what you need to do. Uh, sounds good. Well, okay. uh, so Drew, where do you like people interacting with you on the socials? Oh, it's online. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Ghostbusterman1984. I write a lot for Screen Rant. That's why 
I'm so tired right now. Um, you can just look me up, Drew Malo Screen Rant. Um, I work with these guys. I work with other people in their circle. They haven't kicked me out yet, which is great because, you know, that's I got that going for me, which is nice. Um, beyond that, yeah, I need a nap. Okay, well, we'll, we'll let you in. <laughs> Who's a ghost? Uh, Rich. Hey, um, so you can hit, find me on Facebook. I'm David or you slash pages here every Tuesday night. And uh, it, for those that haven't, please join on Facebook, the uh, Splash Pages Face. Invite us, uh, post what you want, nerd-related, uh, want to interact with you guys. I mean, this is uh, our whole world. Let's uh, Let's do this. Awesome. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, I, I totally echo that. You know, make sure you join Splash Pages of the Comic Book Club over on Facebook. And uh, for me, just Google Leo Pa. But more importantly, I want you to follow these two guys. Uh, you know, Rich and Drew, they do awesome stuff. And uh, with that, I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. Head on over to the Dorkening. Uh, dot com and uh, just about forty shows on the network. A lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. And uh, with that, we'll catch you guys. Hey, later. Leo. Before yes. we go, I just sent you something in our in, in one of our chats. Can you? It's an image that I found that's Loki related that I, I I forgot to share with you guys, but I think our viewers would really appreciate oh, it. Let me. So uh, can, can can we can you pull that up? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I saw it and I was like, um, this is amazing. Because fan art is always good, but when it's exceptionally clever, uh, yes. So when I, you, when you see it, you'll know. Oh, nice. Oh, I saw this online. It's very cool. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Can we make that bigger? Uh, yeah. Oh, come on. Zo- Why is it? Oh, how come you're not nope. zooming in? Nope. Let me open it in a new tab. This is how Leo makes a tab, kids. So for everybody who's looking at that, um, that's amazing. Yeah. That's and cool. also for anyone who isn't aware of the, what is off the bat, that is an homage to Breakfast Club, and that is still one of the best I've seen, especially because Breakfast Club is cool, but they never had an alligator god. Right, and I really feel like in that, uh, they weren't using the actor Mobius. It lo- really looks more like Grunwald. Oh, 100%, you know. And I will be honest with you, I was really impressed that we got six episodes and I didn't hear Owen Wilson once say, oh, wow. You know, but when he was driving what I like to call the alternate Pizza Planet truck car, mm-hmm. um, I just wanted him to Lightning McQueen me just one time. <laughs> just just when he's doing the sharp turn, ka-chow. It's, you know, I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> I just was like, come on, just do one. <laughs> that would be so subtle. And everybody would be Leo and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood be like, <laughs> uh it's just you, you know after watching don't don't get leo started on his owen wilson movie obsession which i've just discovered oh you just discovered that yeah last night okay well you, what what well drew you're you know once i give you access you'll you'll be able to see that as well oh, i decided yeah, to go I on a I, uh i decided I to make want, a, I don't yeah, want every, every owen wilson movie that he's ever been in suddenly is up on that access. I don't want. Okay, listen. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be very clear with you on a couple of things. Okay. I don't want to watch you, me, and Dupree. I don't want to watch Drillbit Taylor. Okay. I don't want to watch Hall Pass. Okay. That's on there. I know Hall Pass is on there. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I. I listen. If you got the internship, maybe I'd watch that. That's on there. Crap, yeah. I got a crap copy of that from Target, and I've always been mad that I never saw all of it. Um. You know. And then there's Wedding Crashers. Yeah. That's you know. Awesome. I just. Yeah, he's got he's one that he's got little bit parts in it. I was like, yeah. oh my. God. Uh, let's see. I added uh, the, what is it? The Meet the Parents. 
Uh, she's funny that way. Starsky and Hutch, the big bounce, the big year, inherent vice masterminds, uh, midnight in Paris, night in museum. Uh, let's see. Father figures, hall pass. How do you know? Bottle rocket. Uh, Mr. Fox, you mean Dupree, the Zoolander movies. Gotta have those. Uh, is so hot right now. I've always, I always said that if I cared enough and I really did it right, I would have probably made a really good Mugatu. Would have just. Oh, I can totally see that. Oh my god! Right, especially because I, I there's, this, <laughs> there's, this, there's a special place in my heart for when Will Ferrell goes over the top, mm. but like in certain degrees, because then there's some movies where it's just really dumb, like yeah. for, like Ricky Bobby. I'm sorry, like it has its good moments, but it's a stupid fucking movie. But then you have like Step Brothers, which is also a dumb movie, but it's great. Because it's him and John C. Riley being idiots, and everyone's like, "I, I." Everyone is like, "I have let this friend go," so I know exactly what's coming. Um, but Will Ferrell in old school, yeah. Uh, Will Ferrell in in Zoolander, not the sequel. God, I watched like ten minutes of that. I was like, "God, this was such a missed opportunity." Um, and then later on, like there just there was that period where just everything was screaming Will Ferrell, and I was just like, "You're actually a better actor than this." I you did. Know. I did see he did a cameo. I think it was in Jackass. Yeah, he's just in the a, background eating pizza. Yeah, it was just the most random thing. They're just watching Jackass, and there's just Will Ferrell eating pizza, and I'm just like, that's the best cameo I've seen in a while. Like, just <laughs> goddamn. But but um, it's funny because my friends back in back in the day, when especially I was going to cons a lot, they were just like, Drew, you. Every time I'd go to a convention. I would, when someone asked me if I had a good time, I would quote Will Ferrell from old school. So it's a, did you have a good time? I had an awesome time. It's like, okay, Frank, we know you had an awesome time. And the entire town always had, I'm asking Mitch, did he have a good time? This is also my very fast Vince Vaughn impression. Yeah, I had a good time. Okay, good. Wouldn't that sometimes keep going and continue and on and on and on? I, old school is a guilty pleasure. I guess so. Because Frank the Tank is sometimes, I feel like what I'm, the older I get, the more I feel I'm becoming Frank the Tank. But like not in the sad way like his marriage deteriorates and he loses control like in the what are you doing yeah we're gonna we're gonna go out shopping we're gonna go bed bath and beyond we're gonna go home depot you know buy some dvds yeah buy some dvds maybe bed bath and beyond i don't know i don't know if we're gonna have enough time you know and then he does the beer do it again it's so good when it hits your lips it's just ah. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm good guys no, that's awesome everybody all our fans, I'm so glad you put up with us, our bullshit. Because I'm just like, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I've got to take a couple of silly boys. The, the silliest boys. Okay, I'm going to go now. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we'll wrap things up. Uh, don't go anywhere, Drew. I'll get you all set up with that. And uh, with that, we'll catch you guys later. Have a good one, everybody. Oh, and you left. All right. I think.